Welcome to the Property Unleashed podcast, a show about property, entrepreneurship, and personal development. This show is designed to give you the foundations and building blocks to move forward on your journey and live a more inspired life. Hello and welcome to the Property Unleashed podcast with me, Mark Fitzgerald. It's great to have you joining me here today and I hope you are enjoying the weather. I hope you are enjoying everything that is around you at the moment, whether it's raining, whether it's cold, whether it's sunny, who cares? At the end of the day, the seasons will be the seasons. We've just got to learn to endure them uh, and to make sure that we take the proper precautions when uh, the seasons come. So, you know, if it's cold, we make sure that we wrap up warm. If it's wet, we have umbrellas and waterproofs. If it's nice and warm, we have sun cream and we make sure we don't get burnt. It's very much the same in business. It's very much the same in your property businesses. We have to make sure that when good times are coming or happening, that we are ready for the bad times and the troublesome times that could be around the corner. I wouldn't say we need to sit around and worry about these things because that's just not healthy. But it's always good to have in the back of your mind how robust is what I'm doing. You know, will it stand up to a recession? Will I still be able to trade and still be in business if utilities uh, go up in price like they have as well? So from my own perspective, with my own businesses, my own property businesses, we've been very proactive in trying different things, particularly with utilities and and, and energy and stuff. Um, we've had new systems that we've been trying out in properties, and it's been working very well, actually. And it does cost a few quid to do, but in the long run, we know that it'll it'll come back tenfold. But the thing is, you know, with what's happening in the world at the moment, and particularly in this country, things aren't going to disappear just overnight. You know, energy prices aren't going to go shooting back down. They're probably going to linger around what they're doing at the moment because that's the nature of the beast. People won't be in any major hurry to put interest rates down and all of that sort of thing as well. So we've got to live with what's being put to us. Uh, And I think we've had a very settled environment in this country over the last 10 years with interest rates and everything that um, we've come up we've, everybody's probably become a little bit complacent uh, and now it's like oh big shocker this is happening that's happening it stuff like this is always going to happen so it's always best to know exactly what you're doing what you're getting yourself into and always have a worst case scenario when you're doing it as well and this is leads me on really to, to today's episode if you like because it's a lot more about what I see people doing in the property world, and that is trying to force certain strategies um, into deals. Do you know what I mean? So it's people who are hell-bent on trying to get, you know, purchase-lease options where you... very I mean, a purchase-lease option, don't get me wrong, is very much like a rent-to-rent, but of course, you're actually locking in the price of buying the property as well in, in the future. So it's good because at least, you know, you've got the capital growth there and it's a great strategy and certainly one that uh, I don't put down. I think it's a great little strategy. I use it myself. But what I would say is people go into certain, you know, potential deals uh, where the vendor maybe needs money right now. That strategy is just not going to work for them. So they're trying to shoehorn certain strategies uh, into deals just because they've got a vendor in front of them or an agent in front of them that wants to work with them rather than looking at what the problem is trying to solve the problem of the vendor landlord agent and seeing if the strategies that they do actually use in their business would work so 
It's a mistake that people are making more and more, and it's one that I think costs people a lot of time, money, and deals in the long run, where sometimes it's good just to point people in the right direction, let them get on with it, and you can start focusing on the next deals and potential opportunities for yourself. But I see more and more people, potentially if they're just looking to do maybe even rent-to-rent deals, whether it's serviced accommodation or, or an HMOs, they're just trying to go in and speak to landlords, speak to agents, trying to force them, you know, with the guaranteed rent, trying to force them to go down this this sort of uh, rent to rent road. And it's not actually what they're after. Some people want different things to us and it's very hard for us to get into our minds. Well, or in my mind, should I say, I always think to myself, why wouldn't it work? You know, what what would a landlord not like about a guaranteed rent, about minor maintenance issues being covered and about their property being looked after basically as if it's my own. What's not to like? Why would they not agree to just hand their property, their 100,000, potentially million pound property over to me and let me manage it? Because there's a lot of people out there that don't know what they're doing, unfortunately. There's a lot of people out there that aren't going to be as good as you. And unfortunately, The way the world is now, there's a lot of people out there that are being taught and shown how to do this very, very poorly or are just running around making a really bad job of it. And actually, landlords, it's costing them money. It's putting them off. And of course, in the press, you're not going to hear how great a rent-to-rent business is doing and how well it's serving its landlords, are you? You're going to hear how a landlord's been ripped off, how their property's been smashed up, how everything's gone to pot rather than the good stuff. So more and more rent to rent is getting a bad rep, which is why, you know, calling yourself a rent to renter is not probably the greatest thing on the planet, unfortunately. I would like to see a change in this, and I am actually behind the scenes trying to work towards, you know, potentially some sort of accreditation for rent-to-rent coming in, some sort of uh, process or procedures coming in that people actually have to jump through a few hoops to prove that they know what they're doing before they start doing rent-to-rent. Why? Because then it will bring that level up and it won't give us all such a bad name, okay? Now, there's a lot of landlords out there that have done successful rent-to-rent deals with people and done really, really well, but it just won't work for some people. And why? Well, for the reasons that I've just spoken about, but also some landlords just want top dollar, okay? Some landlords are self-managing and they just want all the money for themselves, and that is fine. They then think that they can get all of that money off of you in a guaranteed rent, which again is fine, but then there's no room for you to actually make any money. So they don't actually look at the real picture. They're just selfish, selfish at the end of the day. And that's their prerogative to be selfish. It's their property. They bought it. They own it. It's their right to be like that if that's what they want to do. But that doesn't help us. So we can't work with people like that because it's not a win-win. Okay. So next, you've also got people that have been burnt before. People that maybe have used this sort of service before. Uh, They've given it to somebody. Then they haven't had the guaranteed rent paid to them. They've been given the property back and it's been trashed. And it's just been a whole mess. Now, some people won't openly tell you that that's what's happened in the past. 
They'll just try and avoid you uh, and they won't enjoy it. They won't have liked it. They'll have liked the idea at the beginning, but then somebody's ex executed it really poorly and put them off. So you might find somebody like that, that you, maybe you can talk to, maybe you can build up rapport with. Maybe you can get that know, like, and trust going with them so that eventually then you can actually try and build up a bit of a relationship with them and maybe change their mind. But sometimes it's just gone too far and it's not going to happen. So again, those are people that we can't work with, that won't work with us. But we won't always know that they won't work with us for those reasons. They'll just put everything down, say it's all a scam and everything without justifying why they're actually saying it. And some landlords, of course, that are used to working with agents and the agents have done a bad job. It's not even a rent to rent operator out there that's done a bad job. It's an agent. Agents let their properties get run down. Agents not looked after the tenants there. Agents potentially not even paid them, ripped them off. Then all of a sudden we're coming in there saying that we can actually be better than an agent. We can do more than an agent. We can take it to the next level. Their head's about to explode and they must be like, this is too good to be true. They must be lying. They, they can't possibly be doing this. This seems too good to be true. And at the end of the day, wouldn't you think the same? So we have to almost put ourselves into the agents or the landlord's shoes in some cases to say to ourselves, Listen to what you're saying to people. Listen to what you're offering people. But do it with open mind. Do it in such a manner that you're thinking to yourself, if somebody like my good self was saying this to me, and you may think, oh, I believe it, because you know you're going to do it, that they don't. So until we actually start working with people, they don't know we're going to deliver, how we're going to deliver, and what we're going to deliver on. You know, we're going to make sure that we're going to deliver on what we say. We're going to make sure that by our actions... And they're going to really, really, hopefully, love working with us. Now, not all deals go that way. Sometimes the landlords want to keep meddling. Once you've taken the property on and you've agreed that you'll manage it, you'll run it all, you'll give them updates and everything, they can't leave it alone. They still want to know the tenants there. They still want to sign ASTs. They still want to be there. They still want to examine the properties and stuff like that, which is fine to a point, but there has to be a cutoff point. And if some landlords, and I've... I know people who've done rent-to-rent -rent deals, of course my students have as well, where the landlords are still trying to meddle and, and get in there and, and, and meet the tenants and all of this. And, it, you know, tenants don't really want to speak to everybody unless they've got a problem. What they actually want to do is just live in the property and get on with their lives. So it doesn't always work like that as well. So if you've got a landlord who wants to meddle and you think it's going to be a pain at the beginning, don't do a deal with them. Don't get into a three to five, seven year deal with a landlord that you think could be a pain, could be awkward to work with because it'll just be a complete and utter nightmare. And I always teach my students and say to them, the landlord is as important as the property. And I'll say that again, the landlord and their personality, their persona and how they are is as important as a good property and a good property deal. If the property is brilliant, would make you a fortune cash flow really well, tenants would love it, or holiday makers would love it, depending on what strategy you're choosing to do. If the landlord's not on the same wavelength as you, I would walk away. There is no property and anything like that that's worth doing if you cannot get on with the person that you're going to be in this deal with. Okay, even if you think that they're not really going to be in a deal or anything, you still want to go with your gut. You still want to want to work with them. Okay, really, really important. That is really, really important. And if you need any help with the strategies that I'm talking about here, the HMO strategy, the service accommodation strategy, then visit 
thepropertyunleashed.com and we have ebooks, 10 step guides, all free of charge that you can download now and you can read about these strategies and learn more. Pick up some tips and tricks, maybe you've already started these strategies. They also go along the lines of the training courses that we offer as well, the Rent to Rent Business Builder Program and the Ultimate Service Accommodation Business Builder Training Program as well. These are blueprints that take you from very beginner to six-figure property business owners. They take you through the whole process of how to set yourself up for success and we coach and guide you at the same time in our community and on our coaching calls as well. It really is a fantastic package to be looking at. But let's get back to the video here. And this is just really saying that you're going to get more no's when you're trying to do deals than you are yeses. Now, you may go out there and get three yeses and think, what's he on about? This is easy. Trust me, there's a lot of no's around the corner. And no's aren't a bad thing. No's will actually help you because what they do is, they are a stepping stone towards the next yes. So for every no that you get, just think of that as another stepping stone towards the yes. I see people get disheartened too quickly. Don't worry about that. You know, they, they maybe speak to a few landlords or a few agents and they say the wrong thing and they think, oh, I've messed it up. It doesn't matter. It's all learning at the end of the day. A lot of the time, people don't know you've messed anything up until you point it out to them. You might know you have, but just keep going. Keep going with it and they may not have even noticed what you've said as well because a lot of the times when people are talking to you, they're not listening to you. They're just listening for the things that they want to hear and then they're ready to answer you. What you will need to be doing when you're talking to landlords, and this is a whole different video by the way, but when you're talking to landlords or when you're talking to agents is you want to be listening as well as speaking, but let them talk more. And don't just be thinking, right, I need to answer with this and, and have that foremost in your mind and you're not really listening to what they're saying. If you have to pause uh, when they finish and then just think, yeah, it's a good question. That's always a good way to answer. That's a good question. Have a little think and then answer. I used to try and rush into the conversation all the time. I know the answer to that. I want to say it. I want to say it. I want to say it. Wait till they stop moving their lips and I'll say it. Sometimes you even get so giddy, you start talking over the top of them, which is never a good thing because that's just rude. So make sure the conversations flow. Make sure you give them time to talk, to open up, to know, like, and trust you. And you'll have a better chance of securing these deals. But rent-to-rent -rent deals will not work with everybody as good as we think they are, as well as they work for us. And we know what a great job we can do. Not everybody else knows the same thing. So just go in with a very, very open mind. Uh, and rather than thinking, well, unbelievable, I can't believe they haven't gone for that deal. Just think, that's just one of those people that rent-to-rent -rent doesn't work for. And that's all I do. I don't give it any more thought. I move on to the next person because the next person, it might work for them. So I'm sure you can resonate with this in your own property business, whether you're buying properties, whether you're looking at doing the old PLO strategies or SA or anything like that. You'll know yourself, you know, people do say no, and it's just a stepping stone to get you further forward to a yes. But it doesn't work. Not everything that we think's perfect works for everybody else and vice versa. So Go in with the right mindset, go in with the right attitude to make sure that you're not trying to shoehorn and force, you know, a square peg into a round hole. You're actually listening to what people have to say. You can then walk away, do a calculated decision yourself, see if it's the right deal, 
for for them and see if it's the right deal for you. And I think if you go in with the mindset of always looking to say, is this the right deal for them first, regardless about yourself? Now, obviously, if it's the right deal for them and not the right deal for you, there's no point in doing it. But then potentially you may know somebody who it is the right deal for. But I always try and go into everything thinking, is it the right deal for the vendor? Is it the right deal for the agent? And how can I help improve their situation? Go in with that mindset and that attitude because in life, what goes around comes around. And by helping others, you in turn will see that help yourself. So you may miss out on one, two, three deals, but I bet you the fourth deal is probably better than a lot. Why? Because good karma's come round and it's paying you back for all the help and support that you've given others. Be a good person to others and in turn that will come back to you a hundred percent. I hope this episode has helped you. Uh, and speaking of good karma, if you fancy leaving a five-star review on any platform that you can, I would really appreciate that. And of course, that would be some good karma towards me, but then it will come back to you tenfold and I would really, really appreciate it. Again, if you need help with your property investing, we offer one-to-one coaching. Well, I offer one-to-one coaching where I help people over a 12-month period to build their property businesses to make sure that they're the right property business for them and sustainable. We also have, of course, the Rent to Rent Business Builder, the Service Accommodation Business Builder, and a few other free tools and resources on the propertyunleashed.com website. So feel free to check those out. And you can also listen to more episodes of this podcast on that um, website. And of course, you can get links to the YouTube channel as well. We're always putting out free tools and resources all the time, as well as my uh, weekly newsletter, So if you're interested in any of those things, get over there and help yourself to them. I hope to see you and meet you potentially uh, in the future as I continue to tour around the country doing talks at property networking events. Going to try and move on to a few business ones as well next year and get out there and do a bit more public speaking as well because I really do enjoy that. I enjoy coming out sharing my message with people uh, and helping them. So if you have any events that you're a part of and you think I'd be a a good speaker at your events, then feel free to reach out to me uh, and I'll come and do a presentation for you and your team, so to speak, or your community or whatever it is you've got there. Always happy to help. That's me. So make sure you keep focusing on your vision and you know exactly what it is and you're clear on that. Make sure you've got those goals written down so you can see them all the time. They're in your face. They're driving you forward. And make sure, again, step after step, you keep moving forward. You take care, my friend, and bye for now. Thank you for listening, guys. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Please subscribe and share the podcast with others. And if you could take a minute to leave the show a review, that would really mean a lot to me as well. Lastly, why not head over to the Property Unleashed Facebook group? And if you do, I'll see you there. Take care and make sure you keep focusing on your vision. Bye for now.